Columbo likes the nightlife is a lifter puller song title. <laughs> it is absolutely one of those. Also, <laughs> it was do you amazing. ever feel like a little bad for the crystal method that like that <laughs> culture has shifted as far? Well, yeah, like they, they really went from like way overrepresented for like what people listen to in clubs to way underrepresented. I feel like nowadays I'm hearing a lot of shit that sounds like crystal method, but like indie. Like, where did all the big I, would, I wouldn't be able to ever make any go. of these distinctions. If Crystal Method comes on, you immediately are like, is it 2003 right now? <laughs> no, because I was 11 and I wasn't going clubbing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you've watched media from these years. And every single piece of media between the years of 1999 and 2005 feature at least one Crystal Method song. I know they had songs in a flash game that I played. Oh, I don't know if that means that. They, I think those. Are, I think those things are unlicensed. I don't remember which. Oh, one. Oh, oh man! No, what? Wait, no, Travis. You're telling me that a flash game would use unlicensed. I, pre- I presume they're unlicensed. You mean a flash game would be illegally using music? Actually, no. We should review uh, some old Newgrounds uh, series that were oh, like parodies of. I will <laughs> never do any web content. No, um, we haven't even done Why? a normal like Netflix streaming show. We're further beyond it. that. <laughs> we disrespect streaming more than the Oscars, <laughs> as we should. Welcome to the beginning and the end of the world. Folks, it's that time again. It's that time to talk, as you know, the podcast that is dedicated to covering the first and last episodes of television shows. We suffer so you don't have to, except this time you should definitely have to. I am Ian Benson. Joining me, he's plotting to kill his hosting partner. It's Travis Marmon. How's it going, everyone? He's coming up with the perfect alibi. It's Matt Ciani. Of course. Hi. And, well, last, maybe some would say least... He likes the nightlife. It's Stephen Doughton. I just love the glowing bands of light. It's just so interesting to to see them. Now you were saying that you were saying that. isn't Peter Falk? It's somebody else, and I can't place who it is, and that's gonna kill me. It's like it's like half like. He sounds like Seagal Marlon right Brando. Now. Oh, yeah, Steven Seagal is a better <laughs> answer. Seagal. So yeah. Seagal. I'm just the cook. Real, when a motherfucker want to <laughs> Just, just I a don't, fish in there. I don't, like leaving, I don't like leaving loose ends open. So don't why don't like you that. just tell me what your Peter Falk impression is, just so I can let this oh, go Oh, we rest. decided that how good you would gotta Colum- sound like a New York guy, first of all. <laughs> all, you, all you are doing you is whispering. Charming. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's interesting because well, it's interesting you're avoiding it because what I asked you to do was do an impression, but instead... I think, no, I think mine. we have the better gold mine, which is, hey, we're talking about Columbus this week, but we're immediately starting with, what if Columbus starts Steven Seagal, though? <laughs> that would kick ass. Why <laughs> don't a motherfucker like you take a plane from San Diego to LA, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Travis also giving extreme uh, <laughs> artist who's done too many drugs giving a pitchfork interview. <laughs> oh, yeah, energy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if you're familiar with that. Peter Falk releasing a song called Me Want the Poonanny or whatever. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> right, yes. <laughs> this week on As You Know, we've got one more thing, because we're talking Columbo. Because I wanted to talk Columbo. I thought we deserved a nice long episode <laughs> with our with uh, a guy that uh, we would, you know, we're like ACAB, but we're, we're like the Wesley Snipes crying when we have to shoot Columbo. Yeah. I mean, he's really... I feel like the only reason that he's a cop and not a private detective is because they need to give him the ability to arrest people at the end. But he but like, like isn't all, the one to arrest. All purposes, this end. is just like a, a PI show. Yeah. Uh, how is Columbo not famous in universe by the finale? How yeah, is he still a great... only a lieutenant after thirty plus years? Well, rising I wouldn't take the promotion. I'd be like, I'm happy what I'm with what I'm doing. One of my notes is how many cases would you have to solve in a row to have people start to have people who are in the know, like the people, the other people he works with be like, Oh, this is a superhero. <laughs> yeah. Are, are there oh, Columbo oh. episodes where like the criminals are like, Oh fuck. Fucking Columbo. Oh, here. Fuck it's Columbo. I mean, no, I think that's just what happens halfway through every episode. That we have. Well, it's yeah. Like this fucking guy, <laughs> this fucking Columbo guy. He's, he's so annoying. He's so annoying. <laughs> Look at this idiot. Oh my god, he's the smartest man I've ever met. He's so he's smart. Very but he's at first, so but he's just annoying. It's yeah. it really is like like it, it's part of this feels like Game of Thrones dialogue where people are just constantly playing games with each other, but like significantly less prestige and more like coy almost. Where like What do you mean by prestige? Just as far as the way it's I don't yeah, know. They're sure having more fun making TV than yeah. a lot of prestige shows, I feel. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. know. There's just, there's yeah, just they, this, they made there's a just good this, show. There's just this <laughs> ness to, thank you, Matt. There's just this ness to the way that like the, the modern prestige show is shot yeah. that this show yeah, yeah. doesn't have. Like, it's less it, It's, less it's dark not self-serious. And, yeah. One thing I think uh, that just completely rules is uh, just the fact that like I was I uh, I was watching it and it was anytime he it's just fun to have any a- interaction where you're like well he's the smart guy he's the smartest one here every time don't lie to him by the end all of my notes are just like stop lying yeah why would you yeah, lie don't Columbo. lie to Columbo <laughs> yeah but I mean uh, but what would you do just confess no I would I would I would, I would not uh, interact be... with Columbo <laughs> yeah, sure, yeah, yeah don't shut then. the fuck up Friday. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, are you, why are you detaining me? Am I being? Am obtained? I free to go? I don't want to talk about yeah. my day. Also, so speaking of him being really annoying, obtained. I had I just had a really grim about? idea for uh, if you had to reboot Columbo, I would cast Richard Kind. We just want Richard Kind in everything, don't we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Just> that presence. <laughs> That's really yeah. But no, the internet decided everyone? The internet's decided that there are only two choices for a Columbo reboot. Is one of them Mark Ruffalo? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. He's better that at is... being a guy who's like in over his head investigating things. Yeah. Though, I feel. Yeah. But they knew Robbie and they let it happen to kids. Yeah. Um, that's not a That's Columbo the most quiet style. anyone's ever said that line. Hold on a second. Yeah. I'm sorry. I did that badly. <laughs> let me get away from my microphone. They knew Robbie. They knew and they let it happen to kids. He's dreadful in that scene, but I love him in that movie otherwise. Uh, and then uh, Natasha Leon is the other choice. Can I ask you a dumb question, everyone? What's the dumb question? 
Peter Falk is not the grandfather in The Princess Bride, right? No, Peter Falk is the grandfather in The Princess Bride. Amazing. That's so good, you guys. I was about to actually mention that, so I'm glad you brought it up, because I was going to say... Because he really, he really reminds me of that guy that is him. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, he reminds you of himself? Yeah. But the only reason you know you couldn't tell is because the first episode of Columbo that we watched is 71, and then the last one is 2002. So you... <laughs> <laughs> 2003. So you missed the period in between me, when you would have been like 1987. That's clearly the grandfather from the you, Princess Bride. Yeah. Let me tell you, uh, old Columbo over some. young Columbo any day. Old Peter Falk <laughs> over young. Peter oh, you Falk would. Any day. Wow. I absolutely, I absolutely <laughs> love old Peter Falk. Peter uh, Falk rules. Uh, yeah. So I don't think it needs much of an explanation. But Columbo was an American crime drama television series yeah. <laughs> uh, starring Peter Falk, a homicide detective at the Los Angeles uh, Police Department. Uh, Columbo is a shrewd but inelegant blue-collar homicide detective who had his trademark rumpled beige raincoat, unassuming demeanor, cigar, his old car, and his unseen wife that he frequently mentions. <laughs> uh, and it also was not a whodunit. They referred to it sometimes as a how catch em because Every episode shows the murder at the start, and then you just get to watch as uh, you get to feel as smart as Columbo as you watch yeah. them dig their cells into the hole. It's a genius creation uh, yeah. by Richard Levinson and William Link, and uh, it kind of only, you know, it seems like mostly just did Columbo and Murder, She Wrote. Oh, they had a type. She wrote. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you want to talk about Peter Falk's life? Mostly I'm asking is, do you have the baseball story queued up? I have <laughs> I have the baseball story. Okay. <laughs> we both saw this on his Wikipedia page, right? Incredible shit, yes. Yeah, so this is, so, okay. Now, Peter Falk, tremendous actor, wonderful talent. And, um, you know, as, as, as was mentioned, Peter Falk was in The Princess Bride, which is probably most of our first, most people's, like our age's first introduction to him is probably that. Uh, you know, knew he was Columbo through pop culture. Have also now seen like Cassavetti's films that he's in. Uh, the squint that comes from, that, that Columbo does is because Peter Falk only has one eye, or only had one eye. Uh, oh. One was removed as uh, because of a um, some type of a disease when he was he very had a young. Retinoblastoma. You also could just tell if you look closely when he's moving yeah. his eyes around and one does not move. But um, he, despite this, was a very talented athlete in his youth. And um, he told Cigar Aficionado magazine, which is when you know <laughs> it's fucking ninety success. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy Arthur Marks. This is Wikipedia has this guy's got his own Wikipedia page. He wrote for Cigar Aficionado, but he's got his own Wikipedia page. Means it's in the era where it's fucking hundred thousand dollar like apartments that journalists are living in, and they're only filing four stories a year. Beautiful. And you know. They're eating, what is it, $77 oh, steaks and, yeah. <laughs> the Anna and uh, caprese salads without the without tomato. Without the tomato! Actually smart most seasons <laughs> out of the year. Yeah, no, it sounds great. She's literally just eating basil and mozzarella and, and steak, steak as yeah. her like, oh, I'm in a rush lunch. We should do That's the Vogue nice. crash diet and then that steak lunch. Just, Anyways, yeah. Yeah, um, uh, so yeah, he participated in team sports, mainly baseball and basketball. And uh, Falk recalled in this interview with Cigar Aficionado magazine, 
Uh, I remember once in high school, the umpire called me out at third base when I was sure I was safe. I got so mad, I took out my glass eye, handed it to him, and said, try this. <laughs> That's the funniest kid of all time. Like, I would <laughs> yeah. lose it if I saw that. <laughs> you know that guy? You know that guy who was the third base umpire? Angel Hernandez. That's an umpire joke for all you you weirdos. That's the only ump everyone knows the name of, and it's because he sucks. That's the only one. For a while in Detroit, there was the guy that uh, ruined Armando Galarraga's perfect game, but I already forgot his name, too. Uh, No one had any relationship with Columbo before, right? I used to watch it at my grandparents' house. Um, Okay. Along with the Catholic television, though. (laughs) It was like that. Those are the only things you were allowed. I, I just thought Columbo was some old, like, you know, is in like the Matlock like type like tier of television until a couple years ago, and I think it was like on Prime for a minute, and everyone was watching Columbo suddenly. Yeah, yeah, we know. People like do Columbo the, the memes podcast folks got me yeah. into it in like recent years. Yeah, uh, Bill Connolly, George Went, William Shatner. Faye Dunaway, plus Rip Torn. These are all people Rip who played murderers on. A perfect person to have on this. Yeah, this is actually the right way to figure out which episodes <laughs> that I should. Fisher Stevens. Mm, that's probably. Oh boy, <laughs> he killed someone. For, or he got <laughs> yeah, killed yeah. very bad. I no, think no, 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 no. He killed somebody. He killed Henry somebody Rollins. named Leonard Fisher. Yeah, Shatner. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jack Cassidy like killed three people: Ricardo Montalban, Hector Elizondo. Yeah. Dick Ooh. Van Dyke. Yeah. Hector Elizondo. You do love Hector Elizondo, Johnny Cash. Of course. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Shout out, man. Yeah, exactly. It's, what were you doing in <laughs> Reno? And it begs, begs the question, Ian. Probably. Was there any uh, maybe punk hardcore icon that appeared? Unfortunately. <laughs> playing a killer. On? They say that you're in the band Black Flag, but the last time I saw them, it was Keith Morris. <laughs> and now you're telling me something called the Circle Jerks? <laughs> My Google searches are so stupid now. The number of times that it's just Henry Rollins and then a <laughs> random television show afterwards. <laughs> Henry Rollins' claws. Henry Rollins' inside. Henry Rollins' <laughs> I commit to Henry the Henry Rollins' insight. Did you actually yeah, do what, that what search? <laughs> I do it every time just to be safe. I mean, you don't Henry know? Rollins' insight is just what going to see him on tour during his oh. spoken words. Hey. Yeah, I want, yeah, that's, that's right. That's all I get to you. Oh, uh, there was um, uh, just on um, people who killed people on Colombo. Just one last one. Uh, Cassavetes plays a composer who kills his mistress. Yeah, which seems like a great episode of television. Would love to watch. Also, because Peter Falk and Cass, uh, Nick, uh, no, sorry, John Cassavetes are a perfect combo. Uh, of course, this is where I recommend the film Mikey and Nikki, which is the most fucking crushing scum scummy dudes. Yeah. So, Columbo. 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 Well, there's Murder three by the hours book. of material here. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, let's launch launch on in. We we should explain to the people that, like, this didn't air as a traditional television show. It was yeah. part of a, what is called a wheel program called the NBC Mystery Movie. Yeah. And so every third episode of that was Columbo. <laughs> it's also when uh, McMillan and Wife was part of that, which is a show that I think I only know because, like, Tommy Pickle's grandfather probably referenced it once. Regrets, <laughs> and that's just the title that stuck with me. Or maybe Abe Simpson. I don't know. I've definitely also heard Quincy M. E. before. Yeah, that one too. That's the other one when I liked. But yeah, um, Amy Prentice, Ban- Banasek, 
Cool Million, Faraday and Company, Heck Ramsey, Lanigan's Rabbi? <laughs> These are all, I, I think yeah. actually a lot of this is stuff Homer Simpson references that I didn't know is a real show. Like Sheriff Madigan, McLeod, McCoy, <laughs> McMillan, and, McMillan and Wife, Quincy Emmy, the Snoop Sisters, and Tenafly. I felt like I was Tenafly. learning a new language <laughs> yeah. as I said a number of those. <laughs> Lanigan's rabbi was the one where I was like, I wasn't doing the thing where I was reading ahead. And then I realized that next word was rabbi. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a weird way that they did this. And now it's Bring Columbus just every I British And then it was on ABC just intermittently. Bring back shows that only air every third week. That should, that should yeah. come That's back. British Rules. television shows. Bring back shows that are movies. Yeah. A nice, concise, like, 74-minute movie every three weeks. That's, like, my ideal television. <laughs> the most recent show that was a movie that I watched was Sherlock, a, mo- a show that Matt would hate. That's why we got to do it for the podcast. We should do it for the podcast, <laughs> but hey, not next I week also or would anything. Hate <laughs> uh, you know, uh, the ideal thing to turn into a Columbo, and they won't, uh, would actually just be um, Knives Out. And they should just do. Oh yeah, ooh, Benoit Blanc uh, mysteries. Yes. Like every other year, we should just get. I know they're doing Knives Out too, but I don't want big productions. I literally just yeah. want like, like, here you go, shot in one room, just, like yeah, <laughs> basically a murder mystery party, but with famous people. <laughs> you got a house for the weekend. You got an over talented yeah. cast. You shoot it. You knock it out. It's sixty seven minutes. Yeah, it comes out on Christmas. Dude, yeah, boom. I would. Let's go. Keep getting, we're gonna keep getting Knives Out and Kenneth Branagh Poirot movies that everyone hates. I gotta watch that uh, new one since they give an origin story for the mustache. There is no origin story for Columbo. He arrived fully formed. He sprung forward out of Zeus's head, yeah, and then was immediately a, was like, "It's weird. You see, you got this cup pilots, boy here, he Ganymede." In the, in yeah, the two sh- pilots that aired before the one that we're watching, Ian took some yeah, liberties with the choice of the episode. Uh, apparently, Columbo had a very different personality than what he has going on here, which is what ended up being the Columbo personality throughout the rest of the show. One of the reasons I did take uh, a little bit of creative liberty. Oh, my God. Peter Falk directed the last episode of season one. Mm-hmm. Season That's one. Fun. Normally, you have to wait a couple of years before... The star gets Dude, to directing he took the over episodes early from what I read about it. Like he just like became like he had like veto on everything. Yeah. Columbo related like from the second but, he had the character nailed down. Yeah. Which is very quick since, you know, the, the, the first episode, the episode that, you know, if you go to pull it up on Peacock, which I have because soccer reasons, you see murder by the book episode one. And then you're like, murder by the book. Let me find out more about this. And then you click play and it says directed by Steven Spielberg. And then you start hooting and hollering. Yeah. And then you see written by Steven Bochco. And, and you're like, you're, wait, that name I, sounds familiar you, because you, we've covered shirt, it on our podcast called As You Know because yeah. we did NYPD Blue. Oh. Yeah, and many other shows. And at this point, the shirt is off and I'm whipping it around yeah. my head. Yeah. Just yeah, like, like I'm, I'm just shooting up in the air. I'm going yeah. wild. And Who then, are you? PD Pop motherfuck. Yeah, and then and then we get to the last. Well, then we get to the finale, and I click play, and it says guest starring, and I see who's <laughs> guest starring, and then yeah, I'm ripping. The pants are getting swung around too. I'm dual. I'm dual wielding, baby. Okay, so who was that murderer? I want a little bite of that Welsh rare bit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> who was that murderer? Matthew, Matthew Reese. He was the guy the from Americans. the Americans. Oh, He's married yeah, to sure Queen of watch. the Podcast, Carrie Russell. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, yeah. he's the he's yeah, dressed the, like a lad and <laughs> <laughs> stepfather of the podcast, Matthew Reese. Um, also, uh, in the finale, of course, uh, future as you know, all star, the king Hugo Reyes. I thought you were gonna say Stephen Shripa. Oh, also, also <laughs> incredible. Except he probably won't be in the Sopranos episodes that we watch. Um, oh my god, uh, he! I think he might be in the very last one. Who would you? If you if you had an unlimited budget, but you had to make Columbo reboot, uh, who would you cast as Columbo in Year of Our Lord twenty twenty two? I already said mine. Mark Ruffalo and Natasha Leone. Yeah, we already did this. Yeah, but Steven Seagal. I thought you guys were just making jokes because Matt, no. you actually wouldn't do that. I would never well, do casting Richard Kind in anything. <laughs> I do, yeah, I, I, that's how I feel Steve about Mark Ruffalo. Do you question my respect for Richard Kind? <laughs> You've done it twice now. <laughs> it would get George Clooney to produce too, so yeah. like, that's where the infinite money comes. Yeah, but you could cast someone like Joaquin Phoenix or something. I don't want he, Joaquin no. Phoenix. Columbo, I feel nah. that'd be better. The problem is, is the no. The problem with Joaquin Phoenix, who I adore, is Joaquin Phoenix comes on and you go, "Don't fucking that guy. He's gonna hurt you." Yeah, close the fucking door. Right. Peter Falk about, comes in, you're like, well, yeah. How about this, this angle is, this, for I'm it. smarter like, than this guy. What, like, a kind of bumbling guy in the 70s looked like was played really well by Peter Falk. Like, what, who play? who's, like, a good bumbling guy in the We don't have guys like that anymore. Is it KJ Appa? <laughs> is it, like, <laughs> just, like, a not. huge dumbass guy? It's not. It's not. <laughs> I don't want it to be him. I don't want it to be him. But, like, that that archetype. Hot Columbo who fucks. Yeah. The no. problem, how about, <laughs> how about the just is, Billy Eichner like, just screaming at people as Columbo? <laughs> uh, we're going to get Chris Pratt as Columbo, unfortunately. Oh, oh, that is who they would cast, isn't it? Oh, my He's God. not. No, he can't. They won't cast him for everything. They can't keep doing this. <laughs> He's never doing TV again anyway. Uh, Nick Frost is Columbo. Yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> British Columbo. British? Yeah, I was going to say, mm, British Columbo. Seven episodes. I think it, it, oh, it's got to be a New York guy, so Timothy Chalamet, obviously, is the next Columbo. Is his first name pronounced Timothy? Yeah. Yeah. But Have you been saying Timothy like a, the whole time? Like a fucking... Uh, it's got an accent on it. It's got an accent that's, that's like a Newgrounds flash animation pronunciation of the real name. Even though he's French, it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's French. He's got a French mother. What is this? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not buying it. All right, we need to talk about Murder by the Book, the episode about... Directed by Steven mystery. Spielberg. Yeah. And Travis, this comes out only one... Or, 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 or sorry, this comes out only <laughs> Pete two months before <laughs> Duel. Before Spielberg's masterpiece, Duel. I mean, that movie fucking... Yeah, it's insane. That movie it's, whips. It's one of the best, one of the shortest films ever made, and it's perfect. Yeah, yeah, you do love the seventy-four minute original cut, dude. Incredible. First time I saw it was on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, just a guy getting terrorized by a, a by truck, a truck driver yes. for seventy-four minutes. <laughs> Boom! Perfect. Arise fully formed. I mean, the legend of Spielberg is that he would like sneak onto sets and be like, "Nah, this is where you want to put the camera." And they're like, "Who's this fucking kid?" Then they'd be like, "Son of a bitch, he's right." And I imagine that that's what uh, you know drew Columbo to him because again Peter Falk is Columbo in all moments of less, of, of his yeah. life. So he <laughs> he directed the first episode of Columbo that rules so much. This episode was really good. He's just and some was, like grad student, right? Like he's, he's probably, like, just, yeah, he's like twenty five years old. Yeah, 
He's That's just awesome. finished Duel. He's not even at the point where he's making, he's made Sugarland Express and he's going around talking to people. And then like Robert Zemeckis comes up to him and is like, we should be friends. And then they're like, you're right. We should be friends. And they're already, That's, he's already making bold choices. Like this episode just opening with the sounds of a typewriter over like stuff happening. This was bold. And other bold choices like uh, the person at the typewriter putting period or putting, excla- uh, putting quotation mark and then period, which is wrong and bad. <laughs> and I did see that happen, Stephen. Don't you think I couldn't? And I, when I said that, Stephen, I meant Stephen Dowden, but he didn't respond. I thought we were going to do. <laughs> I, every time I've called Steven Spielberg Stephen during this, I've expected <laughs> Stephen to respond. Oh, turkey yeah. Spielberg. That's fine. It's on my brain. I just keep saying it. I was like, why do I think that he's going to say something? It's because my name is Stephen. Well, yes. To explain. To explain. Yeah. This guy's, <laughs> this guy's typewriting away. and uh, This guy turns out to be Ken Franklin. Sorry, no, this guy turns out to be Jim Ferris. It was yes. a fairly aesthetically pleasing opening, I thought, the way that the, the clicking and the clacking over, overlaid <laughs> on top of the... It did make me think yeah, about how loud here. an office probably used to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They're still loud as somebody who works in an office but every like, day. But like everybody still. clacking on a typewriter, man. Holy shit. Uh, you know, they they were loud, but keyboards still can be pretty loud. Yeah, if you're a The weirdest weirdo. thing about Columbo in both yeah. these episodes is how little of the show he's in and how much of the show mm-hmm. it's like it's like an early era LCD sound system where they do five minutes of non-vocals and then four minutes of vocals and you're like Guys, who builds a song like this? That's who should be ja- that's who should be Columbo. <laughs> James it's James Murphy. <laughs> but it's during that period right after uh, LCD sound system took their pause and he looked like he was becoming a Muppet. Like he yeah. was mid-anamorph to a Muppet. Yeah. And he was wearing like crumpled white suits all the time. Was it, but to, to Stephen's uh, what he was just saying was it our friend Senator Meow who said it's best to imagine Columbo like a monster movie where Columbo is the monster? <laughs> that sounds like <laughs> because sounds. like I was thinking about that the whole time and I was like, yeah, yeah. So Jim Ferris is uh, half of a writing duo, except he's the only one who's actually writing. Uh, which you know, it's it's a series of books about Mrs. Melville and uh, his partner Ken is aware that you know Jim wants to go out on his own, write real novels under his own name, you know, just his name. So is it explained in the episode, it's possible that I missed it in the, you know, 75 minutes that this episode was, did they explain why Jim put up with the fact that he was splitting everything with Ken? No. Yeah. Not at all. I I was like, (laughs) I was like, did I miss how this partnership, quote unquote, began? Because like, yeah. it, it, it seems, seems like they like both wrote at first, and then like, so so the uh, uh, Jim's wife was like, uh, he does contribute. Oh, he like, wrote he, the second He'll one. like do the interviews he, and likes to do all the like promotional stuff and makes the connections yeah. and all of that shit. I don't know why it needs to be a writing duo in that case. Just yeah. be, this guy could just be Jim's agent, but. It's probably, there's probably many groups like this that exist in like Hollywood screenplays, like duos on, on the writing. Yeah. And uh, I just assume it came from all of that in some capacity. Mm. <laughs> but yes, they, they are a partnership, you know, but Franklin is the public face in some ways, you know, the one who does the promoting and the one who lives a lavish lifestyle. And the one that the moment he appears is comically evil because he uh, pretends to point a gun at his friend while wearing like a cravat, which is how you know not to trust <laughs> this man. 
And then his friend was like, I know you're not serious because I'm one half of the greatest mystery writing team. You're not yeah, wearing a glove and this is also like, not loaded. It's still quite casual uh, in that. like Maybe they I, do this all the time. I, yeah, it feels like a Cato Inspector Clouseau relationship. Um, but like, you ever seen that TikTok of the guy that's just going up to people, pointing a gun at them, and having them pull their guns out just to be like, "Let's see what you, what are you carrying?" And be like, <laughs> "What?" Of the, yeah, I've not seen this. It is an insane TikTok. That's deranged. What yeah. fucking state is this happening in? I don't know, man. Anarchy, a they state of anarchy. The United States. If I had to guess, I would have said like Bulgaria or something. <laughs> no, 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 no. Are you kidding me? That's Louisiana or some shit. Or Louisiana, yeah. Ohio, Tennessee, Illinois. (laughs) I can name all fifty. Let's do it. Yeah, you know those parts of those parts of California that aren't the cities that you know the names of: Bakersfield, Chino, (laughs) Fresno, (laughs) Albany, New York City, the five boroughs, (laughs) Brooklyn. Don't bring this back. Long Island, Manhattan, Long Island. Wait, 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 wait. You know, Cape Cod, uh, Martha's Vineyard, Delaware, Westchester County. (laughs) I thought maybe they were going to subvert the expectations by having like being so bold as to have him be clearly the murderer at the beginning. But yeah, you looked at that and you were like, no, 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 that Jack Cassidy, that Jack Cassidy, he can't teen idols. Like, I don't know. He'd be Neil McDonough now if I was casting this. Oh, good choice. Oh, great choice. Yeah. Yeah. Very upper. You know, like you're like, oh, this guy's rich. That's the best thing about Columbo is that every person seems to be <laughs> that he's he's just punching up the whole time. He's like old yeah. Gawker. Uh, Columbo solving the Hulk Hogan Bubba the Love Sponge. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, Ashley Feinberg should play. Uh, Ashley Feinberg should play Columbo. Online Columbo. <laughs> Online Columbo. That's what she is. She'll find your fucking Instagram account. But yeah, so Jim is uh, Jim is finishing up the last ever Mrs. Melville novel, their amateur sleuth, when Franklin shows up and is like, hey, why don't you come down to my lakeside cabin in San Diego? And while you're there, I'll, uh, I'll kill you. They head to the car. Franklin's like, oh, shit, wait, I forgot my lighter. I got to go back and grab it. It's my lucky charm. And then while he's in there, he trashes the entire office. That's when you know that this guy's not a good mystery writer. Never trust a guy in your fucking office, dude. But yeah, he goes nuts. Yeah. That's why that's why uh, we're not allowed in that room when we go to Matt's place. Mm-hmm. You don't want the, a guy in your office? One time I stuck my head in. Yeah. Well, my office in my apartment is also my guest room. So actually, you have all been in here, I believe. Oh, that's not very smart of you. Because I could easily, easily commit a murder and then get instantly busted by Columbo. <laughs> frame, me, frame me for murder. Well, no. Frame, frame the mob for murdering me. Yeah. Imagine trying in, to frame... The, uh, how arrogant do you have to be? <laughs> That's the thing about this. This, was, is this, this guy was, is... This was the most disappointing part of this episode was just how shitty this guy's cover story was. Yeah. No, was that's so the best part. Bad. That's what rules about it is because he has the good start and then it's explained at the end that it's actually because it's, you know, it's like, it's oh, not it's a the good one... Start. It's a bad start. It was no, a it's great. Cover-up. The incoherent, I'm going to drive you to San Diego, and then you're going to call your wife to from lie my for phone, no reason. And then I'm going to, yeah, like, and then where, I'm going to shoot isn't, you. Why isn't he allowed to be in San Diego with his writing partner? Well, no, it's because she wants him to think he's at the office. No, no. Matt's point makes sense. 
So what he's saying is, if you were in a long-term relationship with your spouse or girlfriend or whatever, why would you lie and say, I'm at the office instead of saying, telling the truth and being I'm like, with my writing hey, partner, this is, yeah, writing partner. This is a really messy... Yeah, oh yeah, this is a really messy to take situation. Her to dinner and a show. He was just what? Because he's a fuck boy. Because he promised to take her to dinner and a movie. It wasn't just that I'm not going to be no, home. It's okay. like I had the whole thing, and his excuse is I'm working too hard. Not you I'm let me finish. Show to my you, buddy. You interrupted me, uh, and I'm going to interrupt you right back. So, <laughs> the the, the well, like you could be like, hey, I know we are going to dinner tonight, but you know how we had that big fight last night. Me and my running partner. You know about that because of the fact that you're my spouse, and he's. And he's trying to sign the papers today, but he wants me to visit with him uh, because he thinks it would be rude. And I really just want this to be done with. Can and I we presume we live together because we're married and we right, can reschedule like, the thing. As you know. Yeah, it's just like, this is just, it's just crazy. Counterpoint. Colombo is married, but we never see Mrs. Colombo. That's because they don't We don't together. even know if they live together. She's yeah. always somewhere else. Uh, you know, my wife. You know, there was a spinoff show called yes. Mrs. Colombo for two seasons Mrs. that has nothing Dayhead. to do with Colombo. And later he addressed it and by going like, yeah, there's some crazy woman who claims that she's my wife. <laughs> yeah, she ain't my wife. She's not out there solving mysteries. I ain't my wife. Nikki. Ah. You know, in high school, One more people thing. used to make fun of me for liking curvy women. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> Columbo spray painting, don't email my wife. Actually, Columbo investigating the guy. <laughs> investigating you know, the guy who spray painting. Back home, Mrs. Columbo, we went on a hike and then I she am. fell off a cliff. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's he, who he's talking to. That's like, so there's one thing I don't understand. Like, you say your wife fell off a cliff. And yet your <laughs> first fine. reaction was to tweet out a photo. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand. You, you, my wife, my wife, God rest her, she falls off a cliff. I run it down there. First thing, no worries about my safety. Uh, well, I, well, there's one thing I don't understand, actually. Just, just, so you say your wife doesn't have a Twitter account, and yet she also is this famous comedian? Is, am I right in that? Uh, yeah, know. so... Um, just alienating every listener <laughs> No, Matt's just uh, deleting all of this. He's just making the notes in his brain. I think Stephen fell asleep sitting up. <laughs> uh, can I talk about the music uh, in Columbo briefly? You say I fell asleep sitting up. Anyone you know who can verify that? <laughs> what if we never recap the episode, but we just jump on each other all episode for whatever we just said, trying to trap ourselves in a lie? <laughs> you want to talk about the music? I'd like yeah, to talk yeah, about yeah, the yeah, music. Yeah. I don't know much about that. <laughs> Not up on the tunes these days. My wife, she's more into that. She she goes crazy for those things. My wife lis- listens to those uh, listens to those goblin soundtracks in Dario Argento films, which are like one degree <laughs> removed from the music in the first episode of Colombo. <laughs> it's crazy how similar they sound. It's just it's like that's... half of the chords have a more major voicing than what goblin would choose to do. But otherwise, the vibe is the same. You say that Tilda Swinton is in this movie, and yet... There's also this new actor who we've never heard of, but he looks exactly like Tilda Swinton if she put on <laughs> old age makeup. I just, I just don't understand that. So they go to the lakeside cabin. He makes the guy call his wife. That oh, first they stop at uh, like you know a little convenience store thing. Yeah, and he gives the signed copy of the book to the person working there, and she's like, "Is it the blonde or the redhead today?" And he's like, "I'm alone." And then she sees 
clearly a person in the car. <laughs> Dude, it's just so easy to not fuck this up. Like I'm, I'm beginning to be a little bit more Don't on stop. Steven's side with some of the claims that he's made in the past. Yeah, I won't say which like, ones. That he could get away with to, murder. You just have to not be. You just have to not be an idiot. Beep that out, man. <laughs> um, that's in a different I'll, podcast. That I said that different. Yeah, different, um, different era, different Stephen. You know. Do you? But do you believe that you still can? <laughs> Parody. Yeah, do I you do, think yeah. you can still get away yeah, with murder? Like, of yeah, course, do, yeah. non non actionably. Follow up question, Stephen. You don't have to answer this question, but you should answer this question. Is this impact? Do you think it'd be easier to commit murder in Ireland or in the United States? Mm. Oh, here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yeah, people just don't care as much about stuff over here. Um, in general, <laughs> people I, don't I, care I, if they live or die. Dude, I, Americans no, what, what actively like, want to die. So I guess they care if they live or die. They prefer yeah, see, the, the thing, latter. The thing about Ireland, the thi- well, yeah, but like the thing about Ireland, right? is like what if cops had the exact same mindset but less literal power yeah. that's irish cops yeah i i'm not even necessarily thinking about the cops though i mean i guess like if you consider getting away with it like you just didn't go to jail for it could you do it like without anybody ever knowing i guess is oh are you, so are you saying there's the difference a different between steven question. Oh, you know, I took it as a, like without anybody ever knowing the whole time. I was thinking it was very much a God forgive me sort of thing. It's no, just no, no, Stephen right. in secret between two other people. You're my, saying my, like, my what if Stephen OJ'd this? My way right. is there's there's a lot of ways to get away with murder, but what I mean is I'm not going. <laughs> and to this go is to one of them. One day we will watch a TV show about it. Yeah, but no, it's like it's like, and the other thing about Irish people too is they're obsessed with death, like obsessed. It's probably because yeah, it just rains a, a lot here. But like, that's they, not a whole like, book. That's a short have, story. You fucking short, idiot. Short have, story is a genre book. They have a mm. I don't what? Know. what? I don't know about that, mm-hmm. Travis. <laughs> this is oh, a book. Travis. Short story is a genre of book. Travis. All all upholstery are couches. <laughs> You're trying to tell me <laughs> that that a short story is a genre of a book. A genre. Usually has to do with mood and themes, but but it, I, it, 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 I just correct me if I'm wrong. I'm old and out of touch. Language short stories seems to be more of a seems to be more of a description of the length than a, any sort of genre. Now, now, Mr. Marmon here, you said you <laughs> sat that you got home and you <laughs> sat on your couch, and yet there are no couches in here, Mr. Marmon. There are only chairs that are upholstered. You're telling me that anything with upholstery. To you, you is know, a couch? Lieutenant, I'm a very busy man, and I don't need to answer your questions anymore. <laughs> Can you please get back to describing the plot of the first episode of Columbo? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to intrude. I just, you know, it was a formality. My last question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, uh, he, Jim shoots the guy, and um, yeah. uh, Franklin calls Jim's wife while in the... That's why he goes in there, yeah, because he calls... While in there to establish that, like, oh, you know, I did call her actually, you know, uh, so that he would la- there would later be the explanation for why the call appeared on the log. I guess that's the idea on that one. So uh, Franklin shoots him in the back, throws him in his trunk, and drives back to Los Angeles to dump the body, and also you know establish why you know because first like Joanna calls him like panicked, you know. Uh, she's like, something's happened. You got to go. And he's like, I'm, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm heading right up. I'm getting in the car right now. 
Uh, and then, you know, we, we get to the office and we see, you know, the cops going through it and they're like, you know, she's uh, Joanna, his wife is there and she's just clearly deeply stressed. And she goes outside to escape from all of this at one point, at which point coming down the hallway is Columbo full, beautiful hero shot as he arrives. <laughs> He's like, ah, oh, you know, you look really tired and like you could get out of here. We should get out of here. And then I'm like, yo, is Columbo trying to fuck this widow? He's like, I'm going <laughs> to make you some omelets. And I'm justified? like, bro. <laughs> Bro, uh, Columbus got really good knife skills. I don't know if you noticed. He, How he many, had the, okay. uh, the claw going. This was such a there was such a long take of him just assembling the ingredients to make an omelet. I thought I was like, are they going to have Peter Falk literally make an omelet? entirely this? while doing this dialogue and if so how many takes did they do of this but they one take short before he actually had to you know one take peter falk can do it in one take that guy was an angel this episode was so slow i mean it just it really took its time <laughs> reviews like in the 1970s this is the fastest television yeah. we've ever seen <laughs> yeah, this just is so ER long, audiences say <laughs> I mean, you're both, you are correct, and also I, I do believe that they probably were like, oh my god, this thing fucking zips. <laughs> How did they tell a season's worth of television in one episode? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is like a, a like Netflix original series season in one episode, basically, as far as just being like, oh, yeah, this you is, really had to pad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. This is The Killing. Uh, the show where I remember the first season ended and then everyone was like, oh my god, what do you mean we're only halfway through one episode of Law and Order? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, Columbo is like, yeah, you know what the secret to a good omelet is? Uh, no eggs, just milk. Which... Depraved? Is that what he says? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he says. Can I have it's a virgin in, omelet? What? <laughs> like, that's basically what you're doing. Hey, this reminds me of a question I wanted to ask. I'm sorry to go off topic here, but I think this is a fruitful topic. Matt, okay. if if you had to have either Steven or Travis do the grocery shopping for you for one week of your life, which one do you pick? Uh, <laughs> is it something that I'm dictating to them and they're getting the uh, getting the stuff that I say it like I, you know as closely as they can, or are they picking what I, I want? I think I think you they you give them the list. And then you just like it's like they're, they're you're, you, you, it's like you're using Instacart, but it's just them. So when I thought the answer was like I am picking up groceries to keep his house stocked and like potentially make food or help him make food, yeah. uh, it was definitely me. But if it's just him handing someone a list and telling him yeah, to get yeah. the stuff, it's definitely right. Travis. I think either way, I would pick Stephen because I like kind of a chopped challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I just re- I just saw your girlfriend at the farmer's market yesterday, and she was like, "I'm just kind of looking for you know basically ingredients for so we can assemble our menu for the week." And it's funny. I it's funny that you say. It's funny that you say you picked Stephen because I saw your girlfriend the other day at the farmer's market. Actually, yeah, she was hunting for Oh yeah, didn't find him. But they weren't in season. <laughs> why, why it was all, all asparagus. All they he's had. so he's Jewish in this version. Like he's extra. Columbo's just standing there with like a, a a hemp basket being like I was I was looking for somewhere I could get another one of these, you know. How much are these morels? Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> okay, whoa. I didn't know that. I didn't know it. <laughs> Alright, so Columbo's starting to Columbo's on the case. Uh yeah, so uh he uh he uh for, uh, sorry, I, I started doing the voice and I didn't realize I I realized I didn't want to do that. Uh, so, 
while Columbo is making a depraved omelet, uh, <laughs> the, the milk, <laughs> the dreaded milk omelet. <laughs> <laughs> He's making a bechamel. He's just eating milk and cheese <laughs> on a stove. He's just making a poor bechamel. Uh, he had already put eggs in. He was only joking yeah. about the milk thing. The first no, thing no, we no. see is him putting Columbo's eggs in. Columbo's never said so he joke. drops shells um, in the in the bowl. But yeah, so she she reveals that Franklin didn't reveal, or sorry, she reveals that Franklin didn't write any of the Mrs. Melville stories, uh, or at least hadn't for several years. But Franklin arrives to to comfort her, and Columbo's immediately like, "This guy killed him." Yeah, the guy comes in. He's like, you know, if I was the detective in charge, I already would have solved. Oh it. yeah, this dude's obsessed you see, the with character I've written. Yeah. Knows exactly what's up, and that's why I'm going to take you to the office where I will reveal these things. And he Whatever. has this planted yeah. list of names of like mobsters that he like made his partner touch at one point. Yeah, he's like, now you're understanding. It's just Thin like, shit, no. and Columbus like, Columbus like, you know, if my best friend died, I'd get on a plane. So you <laughs> just was stupid. The, it there's is. Some, his San first Diego, two Los reasons Angeles? for suspecting this guy are so moronic. Yeah. I couldn't like. I was like, is this part of his I'm dumb act? But no, he genuinely <laughs> is like, why didn't you fly from San Diego to L.A., which is a two-hour drive, especially one hour and car. fifty-three minutes? Yeah, yeah, yeah why didn't like, you leave you your have, car? I understand that airports were faster then, but like, come on. And then B, he's like, you're still opening your mail when you're in in grief, like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because he, he gets home. <laughs> Franklin Franklin comes home and the uh, the body is is on the lawn, and so he calls Columbo about that. And yeah, it's just like I needed something to do while I waited for the police to arrive. Yeah, you don't need to make up an excuse like to I open need a your distraction. Mail. You should be like, yeah, I open my fucking mail every day. It's not hard. It can't be like I'm sitting shiva. I, I can't open mail. Yeah, I I, I would be <laughs> like I I would probably honestly be like I I didn't even notice I did that. <laughs> I have yeah. no memory of opening my I mail. I have household chores to do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm fully disassociated. I'm not a my friend, Italian mother, like what? You my friend about? is dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, oh, I can't believe I died, and then you opened your mail. <laughs> <laughs> Getting haunted by this. When do we? Uh, uh, when do we get to the hot dog place shipped like a hot dog that I? Like I had to like look <laughs> up like where do I find this to go eat at it right now? I will take still here fifty years if later. I, in yeah. If I found out that there was a hot dog place shaped like a hot dog, I certainly wouldn't drive there. I would be on a plane <laughs> to go eat at the hot dog place shaped like a hot dog. Just clear things up for me. You 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 were able to wait longer to try this hot dog from a hot dog. <laughs> One of those days, the random restaurant uh, bot on Twitter is going to tweet out a hot dog place shaped like a hot dog, and Matt's going to be on the next flight to Manila. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Colombo, you know, uh, you picked up your mail. um, And, you know, this is when we get the whole, like, ah, he was doing a book on the East Coast underworld. Uh, You know, a a real-life book. He was going to do it. It was like the Golden State Murder you know he's gonna he's gonna break the case of these mobsters that it seems like everyone I guess already knew about. Yeah, yeah. it turns out they're doing it. Turns out they're doing mob shit. Are you familiar, <laughs> Lieutenant Columbo, with one John Gotti, the Teflon Don? <laughs> they say he's united the five boroughs. Okay. <laughs> I only did it that much this time. I was gonna stop there. But yeah, and so he's just like, yes, this must have been a warning from them. And then 
Columbus was like, ah, yeah, well, you know, I guess, yeah, I should investigate that. You know, I'll be in touch. Don't do anything, you know. Be, just uh, be around. And then Franklin goes to the opera or whatever. Yeah. A play. He went to a movie, or is this, or he, or did he have two things? Because there's one he or went to a just... movie and he, with his date, and she's okay. like, wow, I was really blown away by this mystery. And he was like, I had I figured out in the first act a little secret. Anytime there's a long lost twin, it's some sort of impersonation. <laughs> Which that rules. I'm just like, all right, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Long that, lost twins be impersonating. That's the whole thing with friends, <laughs> with you know the the buffet twins. I fully process this as him going to like the theater or opera because of how obnoxiously dressed he is. Yeah, he's like it putting on gloves. It makes nice way more sense space too, in a way that like current it, day movie theaters aren't. Yeah, no, it makes way more sense that it would be the movies. It's 1971. They're leaving. And they're like, that was, they just saw the Zodiac killer. He's like, <laughs> they just mm, saw yes, a deep I throat and they're like, hey. <laughs> you know. No, they, yeah, they just saw the Zodiac killer and he's like, mm, I know who Zodiac is. That guy definitely thought he knew who Zodiac was. They just saw THX 1138 and he's like, mm, it made perfect sense to me. <laughs> I mean, they're probably saw, like the French connection or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but, that is, that is. <laughs> um, Dirty Harry, Harold and Maude. Godzilla versus Hedorah. Mm. Of course, I knew that Godzilla I mean, was going Harry to is save the, Zodiac the day. Killer movie, right? Like, isn't well, there's the, the Zodiac enemy? Killer and Dirty Harry. Okay, because like the Scorpion mm. Killer or whatever. Yeah, Scorpio. Is, Scorpio. Mm. Yeah. You play Tank Scorpio. I just, uh, just one more thing I don't understand. You say that you're not the Zodiac Killer, and yet you're wearing a Zodiac watch. <laughs> I just and the logo's the exact same. I just, I just, <laughs> it's a weird choice to be making when you're under suspicion for being the Zodiac Killer. <laughs> Yeah, and then at this at the theater, he runs into the woman from the convenience store, who is also like in love with him, but also realizes she can extort him. She's like, "I saw uh, you kill that guy." She rocks I with want the way that she delivers this line, though. Yeah. Like, no, I really, I really think we should talk uh, about my story. Uh, it's it's about a witness, and then the music gets all like creepy. <laughs> so good. At the dinner of decadent. Uh, chocolate strawberries that they have or whatever later she says the line to her i recognize in you you're a woman of some breeding oh some breeding some some not good not well just some, some. you know it's it's weird you claim that she's a woman of some breeding and yet she is not a part of the bene Gesserit sisters plan to create the quasat hadarak <laughs> how do you pronounce that <laughs> quasat hadarachi <laughs> There we go. <laughs> now he's doing Travolta and Gotti. But he's fully made the transition. <laughs> now, the, the the Duke, he was alone in, in, in his room when he died, and, and you were his doctor. So when I, just, I was just wondering if you had any phone calls to any, any Harkonnens recently, any sort any of communication. I know, I know that... I know that you've got some history with them. They kidnapped your wife. It's complicated, but uh, you just—I just want to make sure that you know. Maybe I should have a conversation with the Harkonnens myself. Ah, <laughs> uh, so um, yeah, he uh, <laughs> he kills. agrees to give this woman fifteen thousand dollars, and which is a hundred thousand dollars. That's a hundred thousand dollars in modern money. Jeez. Yeah. And take take her basically to his cabin on a you know for a romantic trip where she's like yeah she, she's you know, an she idiot. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say she you know down that way she lives there. She runs the general store. Right. She's 
a widow. Her husband, rest his soul, was a talented cook who taught her many things. She says, but I not- don't know if I can trust you. And he asks the question, is there any reason not to? Which is an insane question. <laughs> most- He's, she's literally extorting you for <laughs> murder right now. Which it's so funny because because yeah like he's like he's like here's what we should here's here's my fun date idea person who's who is blackmailing me for the murder that I committed let's go out into a rowboat in the middle of a lake and swim from from let's not dive into from the side let's row out to the middle yeah and then jump in the lake that's this extra is a romantic fun date you know, idea that isn't suspicious uh, you know Fredo. Fredo. <laughs> I knew it was you. It broke my heart. Why would I give you a kiss if I was going to kill you? You know, it's a nice thing to do. I mean, in the house where my children sleep and my wife sleeps. Ah, Fredo. Anyway. So. He clubs her over the head with a champagne bottle. Yeah. Yeah. What a way to go. her in the ocean and makes it look like she, like, got drunk and fell off a boat. That's so sloppy, man. Does the classic returning to the scene of the crime thing while they're investigating. That was so funny when he was standing line. there with a fishing rod. I was like, come on, my guy. You're the worst murderer ever. <laughs> he loves to he loves to be at the scene of the crime. He loves to put himself right in the center. So stupid. Uh, it's weird. You claim that you didn't know the woman, and yet you signed the book for her. Uh, just, you know. Yeah, he got hella sloppy. Yeah, because he's stupid. Also, he withdrew $15,000 from his bank account and then the next day deposited $15,000. We should talk about, like, really his whole motive for this thing isn't just that he's bitter that his friend's going solo. It's they have, like, an insurance policy. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, what yeah. was it? The hot dog stand hot dog? Uh, <laughs> whatever. Hey, you, <laughs> so this hot, dog, this hot dog sells hot dog stands? Uh, so they, uh, yeah, like, they, yeah, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in nineteen seventy-one. That is the life insurance, or the yeah, the whatever you know, uh, policy he has. I don't know how he managed to do that. We should put out. We should get. Uh, you know what? As an ultimate test, we should get uh, life insurance policies on everyone else on the podcast. I was gonna say, you ever just took out insurance policy with their homie? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> That's like one point eight million dollars. Yeah, today. Well. A lot of money. Yeah. Enough to kill over? Because the thing is, is that Franklin's got expensive taste, and I don't think, I think he will blow through that $1.8 million pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. yeah. The problem, as they say, is he, he kind of Nick caged himself and kept buying things that. I just, I don't understand one more thing. You're yeah. alive, and yet you spent some of your money on a mausoleum for yourself in, in, in New Orleans, but you, I just, <laughs> I just don't understand. A castle? At this point, Colombo is just like, well, it's clearly Jim. Or sorry, it's cl- it's clearly Franklin. And he's like, I need I need your help. You know, he's like to the widow. He's like, I, I need your help. You know, anything you can think of about this. Uh, you know, and um, she's just like, well, you know, they were Jim would constantly write down ideas for stories he had. And he's like, that's it. I'm gonna tear apart the office. I'm gonna find this note that will reveal it all. This masterwork. And it's like, okay, sure. That's how we're going to do it. And, you know, at this point, like, Franklin, like, he was giving an interview when Columbo shows up. Him carrying the stack of, like, 20 books oh, in the house. And then in the background of the interview, just, like, putting one book down at a time. Masterwork. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's just like, I, no, I'm, I'm here to arrest you. You killed, 
your partner? And Franklin's like, you're, I'm going to sue you for defamation of character. This is ridiculous. I can't believe this. You're such a nuisance, Columbo. And then he's True. like, yeah, well, I got this piece of paper that outlines the exact alibi that you used. You just took this idea from your friend as you've been doing all this time. And Jim fully like, well, damn, you got me. You, you got me. The biggest crime is that you're a shitty writer. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, you know, the funny thing, that was my idea. I told it to Jim and he must have written it down five years ago. It's the only good idea I ever had. Heartbreak. Columbus like, book him. And then directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> directed by Steven Spielberg. The there. <laughs> a T-Rex what? comes out of nowhere. And just There are those moments like, it's not, you know, it's... He's, He's 25. His first movie hasn't quite come out yet. It's only two months away. Fucking show off. But there are some parts of it that are like, it's like during the interview where like Columbo's standing and like the camera kind of like pans and then zooms back to him while people are moving through the space. And I'm like, fucking show off. Fucking 25 year old fucking freak. If I met a 25 year old today, like to talk to, I'd be like, oh God. Yeah. Oh, stay away. Sickening. (laughs) Child. You're from Arizona. <laughs> but also Cincinnati? <laughs> Why not? What oh. a horrifying combination of person. <laughs> God, what's it like? What are you like a Reds fan? You know they got no hit. <laughs> they threw a no hitter. They threw a no hitter and lost. <laughs> they threw a it's no happened hitter. before. Six times. It's happened six times. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> The oh, guy, the, the so like bad. executive said, what are you going to do? Root for somebody else. And then they lost like 19 <laughs> straight games. And then later they threw a no hitter and lost. <laughs> it's incredibly <laughs> stupid. I'm sorry to have put this in the middle of the Columbo episode. I just needed to express this. <laughs> I would watch so much more Columbo. Yeah, of course. So listen, did I have an okay time watching Columbo? Yes. Is it fairly good? Yes. Does more of the show need to have Columbo in it? Yes. Is it too long? Yes. Am I going to ask more questions? Yes. Is <laughs> What else you got? Maybe, maybe you should ask one last question. It's one last thing, right? <laughs> he says it, he it says, varies. He says it, okay, because he, he actually we, says, he actually, because I was paying attention, he says uh, a bunch of different things. Like okay. He says he said he does say one more thing at least once because I was I clocked it. He says one last thing. One one time he said one more question. Like he really does do. He really doesn't. It's not a catchphrase so much as yeah. a mood phrase, like a mood ca- a catch mood, where it's like <laughs> I'm gonna come back and say one last thing to you. Yeah. But the they way credit that I, it. I, yeah. Uh, as uh, just one more thing because that's what Peter Falk would later write a book as okay like just just one more thing was like the peter falk you know biography or whatever i think i read it started because in like the pilot pilot that they filmed uh like it was like an actual like i think he forgot to finish his line of questioning he came back in the room and was like one more thing and (laughs) i think that led to it this is the question i have to ask is it also one more thing in jackie chan adventures it's one more thing yeah yes but that time we talked about that last week Ah, you're right. You know, it's weird. It's weird that I would say that I can't forget that. Wait, now I'm doing Columbo to myself? (laughs) (laughs) Doing Columbo in the mirror. Yeah, that that is sad. Going to therapy and doing Columbo. (laughs) (laughs) Telling your therapist to act like Columbo for you because you think it would help. That's a cool new guy we just invented. (laughs) 
Guy who does go to therapy but needs the therapist to be Columbo. <laughs> Sickening. Yeah, I guess we should go. I, I, I basically would echo what Steven said about Columbo of like, this was good. Um, I'd like, wouldn't turn down watching more of it if someone was like, you want to watch a Columbo? Yeah. But I can't imagine being like, I'm going to get started and work my way through the series of TV movies. I think basically. I would. I think I will. Not that I want would. I think I will watch the ones where it's like, oh, Cassavetes is yeah. in this. Yeah, I I th- I would not change a thing about this first episode. Like this this is exactly yeah. what I wanted it to be. Uh absolutely would watch more Columbo as as it is. What change I would make is uh actually I think there's something that this first episode does that no other episode does, which is uh be directed by Steven okay, Spielberg. All right. <laughs> and I well, no, but could you imagine if he just like every now and then would come back for a Columbo yeah, episode? That'd be cool. There were so many there's so many undershots, like under like especially with the year man, the guy who was the murderer. Like the camera was Wait, my man? Wait, so you're saying he's my man. You thought that guy was my man? I feel like Fuck. I've explained that. I feel like I've <laughs> <laughs> No. I, I the rest of the podcast. You say Stephen thinking that I was responding. Two K. Stephen thinking that I was like responding genuinely. All I wanted to do was say that makes me feel a little bad, actually. Too. Why? It was funny. Okay. All right. Should we talk about Columbo loves the nightlife? Columbo likes the nightlife. Columbo doesn't love the nightlife. Columbo likes the nightlife. The the vibes suddenly are very different from what we watched before. One of the the funniest vibe shifts that we've ever laid eyes on for this show. There was a vibe shift coming. Did you end the first episode and then hit play immediately? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, I watched watched this this morning and I watched the other one yesterday. Went right into it and... Suddenly, it's the intro of an, a nineteen, like uh, the intro of like a two thousand three BBC show about like AIDS, yeah. where it's just like you know it's the 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 electronic music is playing, a title card just is like Columbo in like lowercase, and you're like, what yeah. just happened? <laughs> uh, yeah, two thousand three. Uh, we all liked also, Big Beat, but called it Electronica in the U.S. <laughs> Um, uh, I just, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention uh, in the write up of Murder by the Book on Columbo.fandom.com, they've got jokes. Funny people here, funny people. Because they talk about at one point, Columbo ends the conversation by asking if the area has any li- nightlife. And then in parentheses, as we all know, Columbo likes the nightlife. And because it said, as we know, I felt a siren call yeah. to us. They're buried. Yeah, it's weird that you would put that in this. Right up when you know that this podcast loves to talk about fandom.com slash, you know, wiki all the time. We're always on there. We are always on there. Columbo likes the nightlife. Much smaller page, though. So we're going to have to go by memory. This was was action-packed. This episode ruled. Yeah. And it's not just because hoist the jersey. Hoist the fucking jersey. (laughs) Matthew Reese showed up with his natural accent? Yes. I know he's Welsh, and I assumed he would one day become an As You Know All-Star because I figured at some point one of us would pick brothers and sisters and bore us for two hours. <laughs> yeah, no. This is much better than no, that. thank you. But, and they dressed him like a lad. They yeah. gave him the, the dang, the, the zip-up guy with the like Adidas stripes on yeah. it. He's dressed like the how you one. want me to dress. <laughs> 
a little bit. I don't know. He's kind of dressed like, he, uh, like what I imagine the streets dressed. I was like, about to I've say watched, he's I've dressed. Never literally looked what he looks like. Nope. Yeah, one hundred percent the same as he's dressed like at any given moment the streets should be playing. He looks like a geezer. He looks like the song from that scene on um, Morbius that we were all shown earlier today, <laughs> where it's all just the like, have sex, have sex, have sex, <laughs> should always be playing around this guy. It rules. And not just because that's what you should be doing, because Samantha Reese. Yeah. Hottie. Again. Yeah. Give me a, give me a little bite of that. Although it, it's not the version I prefer, which is, you know, the thick curly hair, but also the receding hairline combo that he rocks he, he, now. Here's what here's what I want to say about this episode uh, as a whole is that the do, I wonder if it's like a straight line like a, like an x equals y or if it's like an exponential growth sort of thing but like the amount that Columbo is goblin mode has gone up quite a bit <laughs> like 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 you know he's a pain in the ass in the first one to the murder but he's like relishing being a pain in the ass. Like, yeah. that's the difference. He's like, I now he's truly mastered it for decades. Yeah. I am actively torturing you while I figure out this crime by being just the biggest pain in your ass. And, and honestly, like putting, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. Like striking fear into you every time. Like you just like start seeing me in mirrors <laughs> and like around the corner on the street and like, yeah. Oh gosh, who's that coming up to my car? Oh my God. It's Columbo again. Oh He's, my like, God. This is the real monster movie episode yeah right. too like yeah, where extremely. they we see that you know whenever matthew reese is calling vanessa sky or that actress to and just be like the dang Columbo's not like they're yeah. losing he's their mind like, she's, she's way yeah. less she's bumbling the, she's now. the one who's like yeah she's the one who's like oh my god he's onto us he's onto us he's like no no it's not real it's not real she's like no he's there's gone. no he's way the way he keeps saying, there's no way, as long as he doesn't connect the two of us, yeah. as increasing, they can't charge a husband and wife for the same crime. <laughs> yeah, but, like, it, but, like, for them, like, this has the same vibe as, like, Black Christmas. Yeah. Like, it is <laughs> insane. Just increasing paranoia. Like, where could he possibly be? How does he know these things? There is a part in this where I realized that... Um, Matthew Reese would do a really great job if he had come around a few years earlier as the Tim Roth role in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, also, um, we talked about we we talked about who we'd want as Columbo. Who in of modern actors would you like to see be the murderer in an episode of Columbo? Travis, don't say Richard Kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, they're both Richard Kind. That'd I mean, fun, that would be good. But, um... No, Richard Kind has to get murdered. I'm sorry. Fred Melamed, then. <laughs> oh, good one. Whoa, my God. Yeah. Just Fred Melamed gets murdered mm. by Stuhlbarg. Finally. This is the moment. I just, this is the moment I just want to. I'm going to. I'm just going to. Stuhlbarg just, be a very good murderer on this. Stuhlbarg, great. Yes. Stuhlbarg is in two scene, two, what like two minutes. No, maybe even just a minute of, of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. He's dressed exactly like Christopher Nolan. Exactly like Christopher Nolan. He's sure. in it to say one thing and he gets that he gets like high billing. I love this. <laughs> I wish that they were folding him in as like an un, like I if have, it was like Michael Stuhlbarg is cable or whatever. Like <laughs> so just the most inexplicable. He's Cyclops, who cares? Um, Ian, I have yeah, one answer I, your question, and my answer is Barry Keown. Uh, yes, another this fucking guy. <laughs> <in> every <laughs> 
if all the Columbo murderers are just, oh, it's this fucking, fucking guy. Uh, <laughs> it's this. Who's the other weird looking guy I confuse with Barry Keough? <laughs> He's in Midsummer. Um, uh, Will yeah. Poulter? Yes, Will Poulter. Sure. Can I go with Dane DeHaan then? It's just all he's like, oh god. <laughs> Dane DeHaan. Hate, oh no, I hate um, this guy's five. Um, uh, fucking what's his name? Um, drummer from oh, he was the oh, brother. Oh, get out. Oh, 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 fuck. The, yeah, Caleb yeah, Caleb yeah, Jones. Oh, my yeah. God. more icons <laughs> no, in the, no, this fucking speaking guy. Of Caleb, speaking of crucifictorious members, I would love to see um, uh, uh, Landry as. A killer. Yeah, Jesse, Jesse Plemons, Plemons actually is a great choice. Yeah, I mean Jesse, Jesse Plemons, Plemons plays a good. Oh my God! Wait, yes. <laughs> as like a more of like a Southern Colombo. Sure. Well, Texan. Yeah. I'd like to see Dean Norris as kind of a like a Louisiana <laughs> killer. <laughs> How dare you? He probably showed up on this. I don't know. I just saw the X Files that he was on. Oh yeah. Scully, what do you know about the Cajun alien? <laughs> <laughs> it's just an Ocheron. <laughs> oh. No, he played a U.S. marshal in the episode where a pharmaceutical company uh, like re- creates like an outbreak of some sort of insane uh, disease in a prison for an experiment. Yeah, here's like, um, these like pustules that then like uh, yeah, on people horrible. To, to the to I think it's to the ultimate credit of the X Files. That you said an outbreak of an insane, and I went. If he finishes the thought with clown posse, I'd be like, "Sounds like the X Files." <laughs> That's yeah. where they I, got I the name. Behind, That's crazy. <laughs> I could get behind Kyle Chandler being either role. Columbo I mean, or Columbo Columbus squinting at you and Coach Taylor squinting at you are both very. <laughs> if instead of doing, if, but instead of Columbo squinting at you, he does the, mouth, doing thing. the mouth thing. <laughs> the oh mouth yeah, actually, that sells it for One me. One more thing. Yeah, and Columbo yeah. also <laughs> loves to say, "Let me Columbo. tell you something." Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. One more thing is, let me tell you something. How do we do this every episode? <laughs> this is why we need to end with Friday Night Lights. I don't understand why Travis is not in on it. We just. Need I'm okay to- with it. It's just like I don't want to do it anytime soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know. What end with it? I think that's the finale. It's either yeah, that or the Simpsons. Whenever we mutual, whenever we all decide like we're done with this podcast, it has to be FNL. I do. I understand. Or the Simpsons. I just watched the Riverdale <laughs> uh, one that had like all the Friday Night Lights shit in it. Uh, the most of it, I was like, I don't need this. I don't like the football episodes for the most part. I did like that they were Panthers colors, but I liked even more that they did some fake WG Snuffy Walden doing fake explosions <laughs> in the sky <laughs> underneath. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <laughs> like the emotional scene at the end. I, I, the best part about doing this podcast is when I look back at all of the tabs I've opened up throughout the episodes. I'm like, well, I don't need the Suspiria tab or the inflation calculator tab. <laughs> and then the ICP tab I don't need. But then I think about Columbo saying, Shaggy too dope. And I feel a sense. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little Chuck Lusterman too, what you just did. Hey. Shaggy too yeah, dope. Just yeah. him investigating a Juggalo-related murder would be... Yeah. It'd be incredible. Found a great Fago at the crime that, scene. That also sounds very X-Files. The scene where he's just at the club and they put the feather bow on him. If instead they Icon. just came up and painted his face <laughs> so he looked like a juggalo. You said you called him Slim Anus? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I uh, What do I know about juggalos? You know, I once saw this photo of a woman whose ass was eaten by this guy with his juggalo makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect imprint. Anyways, yeah, my, you know, my wife loves that stuff. <laughs> One more question. Fucking magnets. How do they work? <laughs> All right, okay. 
Yeah, had to get to get it. Yeah, you were right to do it. You were right to do it. Uh, Columbo likes the nightlife. So, um, yeah, Los Angeles rave promoter, played by Matthew Reese, uh, helps his girlfriend, the uh, who's like a sitcom actress whose show yeah. was just canceled, Vanessa. Um, they, uh, her ex husband, comes to visit. After he's like an investor in the club, and then he goes to visit her. And she has a framed photo of her and Justin together, but she doesn't want him to know about Justin. So he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're with this, you know? What even British is this guy? guy?" Yeah, That's what she Wait, says. What, like, what are these people? I don't understand. What's their deal? Uh, and uh, she like pushes him away when he tries to assault her. And she and he falls and dies. Just fall, yeah, it's not a convincing like this person would accidentally die from this fall. Yeah. Like they don't even make it look like he got hit in the head. Like yeah. he takes like the full body on the glass table instantly. Yeah, out. this this is yeah, a it's like, like SNL guy. style fall, not a like yeah. dramatic death fall. Well, who is it that falls under this yeah. table? Who is it that falls in like Breaking Bad and like uh, Ted? Ted, yeah, it's, uh, it was the, the thing. Yeah, but I was like, oh my god, that guy fucking die? And then it's just like, no, he's just now like... They bring him back and he yeah. looks like shit. Yeah. yeah, That was more convincing in, than this fall. Yeah. Uh, but he died, and she calls Justin. You gotta like, get in on I'm this. I'm on my way. Yeah, and I'm on my way, and then he's like, the money's gonna hit my account in 36 hours. They can't know he's dead. We're gonna have to hide him and do all of this. Yeah. So he like takes the hotel card and the rental keys and then checks out of the hotel without seeing anyone and returns the car to the rental spot and he's got gloves on the whole time and music's playing. Doing it all right. Mm-hmm. It should be like Tusk though is playing and maybe he should be like on the streets in Washington DC and like mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. like get a guy for the Russians. <laughs> this is just a Jennings cover, right? That's what's happening to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like they would do this very effectively. Yeah, way more effectively than he would. Because they would also be like, no, you can't call. You can't beep. No contact. You calling my beeper is a traceable thing. Margot Martindale's following them around. Margot Martindale would be great in Columbo. She'd be great Margo as Martindale Columbo. Ha- yep, I was going to say Margot Martindale as Columbo or as the murderer. Mar- Both good. Yeah. But what we've learned is we would like most actors to play some role in a Columbo thing. Yeah. Especially legendary character actors, like that is what it's made for. So they seem to have successfully covered up this kill, but then they then get, they get a call. They get a, she yeah she gets a call because a pop yeah you're right yeah a paparazzi saw this and took a photo and he wants money and then he emails it to Matthew Reese because they're friends. Because he works for him, right? In some way, he hired him yeah. to, to extort celebrities for money. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so he's got like, oh, this tabloid photographer. You know, he's like, you can, you can have the prints, you can have the negatives and the prints and all of this. I just need twenty five thousand dollars. So, inflation already at work. First one, we only needed fifteen thousand dollars. Now we're talking twenty five thousand dollars, or sorry, two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Wow. You know. And uh, and he's like, yeah, of course, I will pay that, which is always the mistake you make because 
don't ever think you can get a payday out of this because they will kill you. If they have killed before, they will kill to cover up this secret. That is what fiction has taught me. Yeah, I, witnesses to murders should stop trying to extort the killers. Like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard It's of. never... Have you seen a single mob? This person movie? is a like, killer. I've never... I can't... <laughs> I've seen so many movies and TV shows. I can't think of a single time where someone successfully gets paid for their silence. Yeah. Unless you are willing to kill your by your, as well, like, in which case they're not successfully paid. I've never seen it where someone's just like, "Here are the negatives of you killing that person," and they're like, "Here are my hundred thousand dollars." He goes and you know he meets with the guy. You know he's he's in the diner with his girlfriend Matthew Reese, and he's like, "We're gonna have to kill this guy," and she's like, "No," and he's like, "Baby, we've come this far already. What's a little bit further?" Which is what you say when you're a bad guy. What's yeah. two murders? If you have, if you ever find yourself saying, genuinely, we've come this far, what's a little further? And it's not literally like, let's get another beer, or let's have another round of this food thing. I'm looking at Matt for this. If you're, you know, if you're ironically like, oh, we've come this far, what's a little bit further when you decide to drive 30 more minutes to get some stupid food thing? Yeah. But when it's like, what if I took another life? That's- I think if you ever have the thought, what if I took another life? Um, you're probably not doing the right thing. It, you know, I'm gonna say it depends on what guys you're thinking of. That parody, parody, parody. <laughs> yeah, or if you're doing vigilantism. That's that's just cool. What I was also yeah. saying. We like vigilantism. <laughs> vigilantism. <laughs> Make Batman Columbo. One more thing. You call yourself the Riddler, but you're not really <laughs> given riddles. These are more like puzzles. <laughs> you make Peter Falk. Such a Jewish mother. I'm, yeah, I'm losing the... I mean, he's from New York, so... Like, he is. That's no, he's a New York he's Jew. Just, that's... You're correct. But is it is Jewish? less like... It's just the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's less the thing where he's like, eh, one more thing, and you're more like, you'll never call! Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the divide. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, Matthew Reese's character goes to meet with the guy whose name is, like, Lionel or something, Lionel. Uh, to meet with the paparazzo. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, tries to strangle him to death. After and, and fucking sucks at it. Suicide man. notice computer. Yeah. It's a very gruesome murder, is what my notes say. And then uh, that was before the guy got up again. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Why won't yeah. you die? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Throws him out the window. Yeah, he tries to make like this, this guy tied, his own, tied himself to a radiator and jumped out a window to hang himself. This is uh, good. Yeah. And because then, then the radiator flies it's out. It's the second murder. There's just some sloppy ass shit. Every time. Don't do the second murder. There was a moment when he like looks at the radiator and I was like, is Matthew Reese about to get knocked out of this by the radiator? Would have been fun. Is Matthew Reese going to try and hold on to the radiator and then get <laughs> pulled out the window? Would have been fun. Yeah. But yeah, just don't do the second murder the street. and Columbo won't catch you. Yeah, just pay the guy the money. Pay the guy the money. Murder him afterwards. Yeah. Use the money you're going to make from your opening night at your new club, Bait. Is that Bait. what the club was called? <laughs> that was what it was called. Oh, that's why they had the fish. Yeah, I just it thought that was because I don't know. He was super into Japanese culture. Bait. Uh, yeah. So uh, at this point is when Colombo arrives. Well, first we see the other like detect the other cops, the beat cops, looking yeah. at it, and then Col- Colombo drives up with his car, we which see, is like yeah, we get a shot of the beater driving, and like I think the people who are watching this are supposed to start hooting and hollering. Yeah. Oh, I was. Were you not? Fans. For the last time, we get to see this car. And the first time it in a was long great. time. Also, I, also, 
It's just fun that like they were like, we're going to give him a beater car in like, you know, 1971. And then 32 years later, they were like, he still got the same fucking car. Of course he would. (laughs) He's still a lieutenant. Yeah. He's got the same fucking car. The reason he's still a lieutenant is because he, much like Tom Cruise in the upcoming film Top Gun Maverick, he's probably turned down every promotion because he knows what he's good at. Yeah. He arrives and he immediately starts sniffing the corpse. <laughs> what a con- what an idea! Yeah, what a concept, as Paul would say. Down, they're like, "What the fuck is up with this guy?" This he's old, he's like, weird guy. Mouthwash. And then he goes upstairs and he's like, "He clipped his toenails." This guy had mouthwash and he clipped his toenails and then he killed himself. No, 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 that doesn't make sense to me. If I was going to kill myself, <laughs> I would be slovenly. Which interesting logic there, Columbo. Because like, I mean, it makes sense to me. Like, of like, who are you? Like being hygienic for if you're about to just fucking yeah the mouthwash in particular how meticulous are you well like are you just trying to make it easier for the Undertaker or you listen counterpoint you know you you got the guy in uh, Shawshank Redemption puts on a suit and tie and then hangs himself you know maybe you want to for your last act you're like well that is a classic uh, classic trope yeah is that like a thing that you need to be dressed up for the afterlife is Mm. it like well they're gonna find your body like putting coins on someone's eyes for they're gonna find your body at least you can make it presentable yeah. what if Columbo was like he didn't he didn't shit his pants he hung himself he should have shit his pants <laughs> <laughs> this guy didn't hang himself um, from my understanding when you die of any cause that's what happens. I don't know if it's to that extreme but that's just fun <laughs> to imagine that Columbo's just like now nah, listen I seen a hanging before check the hyoid bone that's the one thing they're, I know about hanging <laughs> One more thing that's bothering me. So you said the cameras went off. All the cameras, (laughs) every single camera. And he hung himself with a a sheet (laughs) with his knees. Now, I'm no physicist, but how much force is needed to break the bone in the neck (laughs) with a sheet? Yeah, yeah. Telling me who else on this list? Uh, Bill Clinton, Chris Tucker. The Rush Hour <laughs> f- franchise. Can this be? Is that the, the Simpsons guy? <laughs> Why was Matt Groening out there? Can this be? Columbo saying, "Oh, oh, little Saint James." <laughs> Thought it was Little Street James. <laughs> yeah, so you know, I see. You know, I, I grew up in New York. I see the ST, and I, I just think street, not saint. You know. Yeah, yeah, Jewish. Andrew, you tell, you're telling me you can't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> you say you've never met this woman before, uh, Mister. Is it Musk? Musk. <laughs> <laughs> but there's this photo of the two of you. And anytime I'm on Twitter, and I listen, I try not to get on there too much. I don't understand why you're buying this company, but you know, hey, my wife loves it. You know, she loves to log on and get mad at Susan Sarandon. I never understood any of that. <laughs> I, I loved her in Bull Durham. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing it so long, keep forgetting what's even happening. You, you're so, telling me. Okay, so you're te- thing- no, 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 hold on. Wait, well, one last thing, one last thing, one last thing. You're saying that jet fuel can't burn hot <laughs> enough to melt steel beams? <laughs> we hadn't brought it up this kind of controlled demolition situation. You're telling me every single terrorist incident in the history of terrorism on United States soil was instigated by the FBI, except for this one? <laughs> this is the one. Now I, I'm not. I'm not some kind of historian, but that just seems like a trend that you can't ignore. Um, 
so anyway, he orders the guy's keyboard dusted for prints. You're telling me. Like, You're telling me you opened out. up this bottle. I'm sorry, you opened up this box of Cinnamon Toast Crunch, and they were shrimp <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> shrimp tails? God, that was like a three-week thing. Fuck it. Comedians should not be allowed to Your be on Twitter. Your kid couldn't open up the can of beans. Comedians should not be allowed on Twitter. You just let him. <laughs> you just didn't. You decided to post about. I mean, I don't have a kid, but if I had a you're kid, you're telling me you brought this can to a showing of cars too. <laughs> okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Five minutes from now, we're just like, oh, here's another tweet that was good. What if Columbo? Anyway, here's the next two minutes of the Columbo episode. We watched that was an hour and thirty-five minutes long. Uh, <laughs> He has the keyboard desk for prints, and they discover there's no prints on the letters E and I. <laughs> and then he counts how many E's and I's are in the suicide note, and it's like 11 and 14. Now, if you were wearing gloves and typed 11 and 14 times, would that be enough to remove the fingerprints? And the guy is like, sure, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, a, that's great cop show writing as opposed to, like, zoom and enhance, and, like, someone knows this. He's just like, does this weird theory make sense? The guy's like, I don't know, probably, I guess. <laughs> Great. I'm ready. I would like to go back to collecting over time playing Candy Crush in my car. <laughs> so yeah, sure, man. Yeah, how much how much work do you really do as a as the the fingerprints guy? None. Uh Columbo, yeah, Columbo has correctly figured out this is definitely a murder. I mean, yeah, duh. Columbo's there. Um <laughs> we get an incredible like Riverdale style um like brand name switch. Uh which is the Sendex envelope that it looks like FedEx, but <laughs> just like just as lazy as fucking Fuku Momo or whatever from yeah Fuku Momo American Excess card <laughs> American Excess is the best one yeah that's a thing that they do um, oh cause so the thing that happened that is important is on the night of the murder some kid at the club like oh like took too much XC or whatever. But so Matthew Reese, because he was out uh, covering up a murder, uh, had to like come late to like help this kid out. It was Here's where important. he should have lied, because later he's like, "That's also where we see Jorge Garcia, yes, the king." And um, did he get like buried on a television show that I just don't know of? Is that what happened? Probably. <laughs> yeah, he was on Hawaii Five O for seven years. Yeah, hell yeah, good for him. <laughs> Lost finished in 2010, and then up until two years ago, he was on Hawaii Five O, yeah, which I think like half the Lost cast immediately moved into. Wouldn't you, dude? <laughs> they were like, we. Oh, yeah. I guess I could go back. To they had something. to go back. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Daniel Day Kim was on Hawaii Five O. Yeah. yeah, they all did it. <laughs> He's the main guy. Uh, well, one of. They also got Scott Kahn, Grace Park. Yeah. Uh, okay. Nice. Wow, this show had so many people I thought I, lo- I, thought I forgot about. <laughs> All right. Is this show Taren over? Taryn Manning. Masi Oka was on this show for like nine seasons. I thought the guy from Heroes retired from acting because he started <laughs> doing like a video game studio. I didn't know he was still acting. Chai McBride. We got to do Hawaii Five-0. Is this still airing? Autumn Reeser, Terry O'Quinn. Of there are so many Terry of our guys. O'Quinn. <laughs> so many of our guys. Sorry, where were we? Claire Forlani. Oh my God! What even happened next? Uh, I mean, Columbus starts interrogating Justin, the Matthew Reese character, 
uh, as doing his classic first I'm going to be really affable and then eventually I'm just going to be really annoying stuff. So he tries to figure he so he comes in pretending that it's a suicide and he just needs to get some information on why the guy might have killed himself or whatever to make the boss happy, you know. Says so that he, um that this isn't the first time the guy tried to kill himself that he tried the previous Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, and it's some obvious bullshit. Yeah, and you've got the plot up. I no, mean, sorry, I don't have the plot up. I have the list of cast members on Hawaii Five O still up. <laughs> and the god, swear to God, I thought Tom Sizemore was dead. Tom Sizemore was on. <laughs> Tom Sizemore was on Hawaii Five. I thought he was dead. <laughs> I thought he died. I mean, has he died since he was on Hawaii Five O? No, <laughs> he just was on Hawaii Five O. I just thought he died. I mean, you uh, see that really guy in good. heat. You're like, that guy died, right? That guy died immediately <laughs> after making this movie. Anyways, um, no, the plot, the, also the synopsis that I have really is just like, they meet that evening, but Price instead kills him. Final clue slash twist. Like, uh, I don't have much on this one. Yeah, so he learns about the actress that Justin is dating. He questions her. He sees her coffee table's been moved. Oh, yeah. I had to uh, wait. Oh, you've done some remodeling. Right. And she's like, no. Yeah. And then he's like, you'll be the... It's like an imprint on the carpet. Yeah. She's like, I guess I forgot. Later, when he um, tells Matthew Reese that it was weird that his beeper didn't work because it worked that day, Matthew Reese just should have said, Detective, I was in the back getting blown by one of the the people. And then I think Columbo (laughs) has just been like, oh, okay, I see. I thought you were going to keep doing American jokes and you said, I had a job to do. No, no, that would also be good. No, I was just thinking, like, (laughs) just fucking lie and tell him that you were just. You're just having sex. Like, yeah. Now <laughs> he just sleeping. like everything would just be like, oh, the shifty weird behavior. Like, oh. Do we have any way to, to, to corroborate that? <laughs> to, to confirm that that was happening? <laughs> it's uh, weird that you said that you were getting your dick sucked because your girlfriend was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you thought you meant my man? Uh, yeah, you're right. it's better if I was just like, oh, so you're, you're telling me that you were playing 2K. <laughs> 2K. Uh, yeah. I'm uh, what are some other clues you find? Well, okay, so then he learns about, uh, you know, the, that the girlfriend has an ex-boyfriend who is missing. Ex-husband. And that that, or an ex-husband who's missing, and that that guy is part of the mafia. Yeah, his dad's a big uh, leader in the mob. His name was Gianelli. Um, Which you just have to assume when it's that so, Italian of a last name. Yeah. So another thing he learns is that the tablet, the tablet photographer paid some guy to let him go in his backyard and get in a tree, which I can't believe this dude climbed a tree, to film the house where the first murder was committed. Mm. Um, Or take pictures of it rather than film. At some point, he gets approached on the street by by Bobby Bacala from The Sopranos, (laughs) um, who's like, I mess, who's literally like, basically like, I am from the mafia, and (laughs) one of our guys cut, it disappeared, so... Yeah, he stopped, to help well, he's like, hey, excuse me, excuse me, I'm out of, I'm from out of town, can you help me? Do you know where this is? And the guy's like, yeah, and then he's like, Lieutenant Columbo, and then he's like, ooh, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> like, Columbo is very clearly like, this is not my first time meeting with a gangster, so I know uh, what the deal Cosa is. La Cosa Nostra, yeah. <laughs> yeah, La Cosa Nostra. I mean, I know you don't like to say. You're telling me the mafia doesn't exist, but <laughs> why you, like, who are you fooling? <laughs> wow, that's, that's very strange that you say that the mafia doesn't exist, and yet you also... Say that you're a member of one of the five five, five families. Um, yeah, anyway, so, yeah, this mob guy uh, basically is like, whatever you can do to help find our guy. Who, <laughs> like, who I, let's be very clear, the power of the, 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 the New York mafia. mafia, like, can help yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, like, 
We will pay you whatever for this. It's very funny to just watch. Oh, okay. The best clue is before that even. So, Columbo goes to the hotel where Tommy, the first murder victim, was staying and talks to the cleaning lady. And she's like, oh, I remember him very well. Like, he was here for nine days, but, you know, it's something about him. Uh, I shouldn't say that. Come on. (laughs) Come on. I'm just a little guy. It's my birthday. And she's like, I made a a joke, and he did laugh at it, but I told him to stand a little bit closer to the toilet because he's (laughs) missing every, like, piss droplets. You're telling me the last time, the last night, that he he didn't miss at all. Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. And you didn't see him that day. That's, that's, Do we see Matthew Reese peeing in the toilet? No, he just flushes it. Thing? Okay. He flushes the toilet. He like. But it's the first day where she doesn't find piss droplets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does so, flush the toilet. He like messes up the sink. Like he makes it look like somebody was there. He does a pretty good yeah. job, all things considered. It's just he didn't right. know. It was really just the second thing that was that was so sloppy. Um, but so that is like the one of the key clues. <laughs> Uh, is that he's the first time, the first day this guy didn't piss on the floor was his final day at the hotel. And then the other major clue is, you know, the last time he goes to the club, he sees they have this thing, they have koi fish in the floor. This, in these this tanks, is one of the most insane leaps I've ever seen so on television. <laughs> this yeah. was CSI and cyber just, level attempts at re- <laughs> resolution. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. <laughs> To multi- rearrange the letters, yo. Um, yeah, he's just like he keeps saying "fantastic" while looking at the koi yeah. fish. Um, There's four tanks of koi fish. I guess it's the point of having koi fish so people can be like "fantastic." Each tank has fourteen fish, except for we're jumping right the to the one. tank part. What, I don't know what else is there. Well, yeah, I mean, there's the constant, there's the constant like run around. There's Columbo driving to the uh, the rental agency. He's like, "Ma'am, excuse me." If I was returning a car, would I have to talk to somebody? And they're like, no, you could just, it depends. You could just drop the keys off. And he's like, oh, very interesting. And then drives away, which is a... The music they keep playing... Crystal Method. That's not the Crystal oh. Method. Makes me think of Batman Beyond. There's all that going on. Yeah, that makes sense. Wait, let's talk about, let's talk yeah, about the I mean, koi fish, huh? Let's talk about the 14 yeah, fish. his final, his... Well, I, well, 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 hold on. There is one last, because I, I, I think, think we oh, jumped yeah, over, more, more which thing. is just... I see. Well, yeah, one one more thing. Uh, we didn't. I don't feel like we spent enough time talking about Columbo showing up at the rave in the at the rave. Like yes, because there's the first time he goes to the club, and like befriending the one dancer. Yeah, well, yeah. the first time he goes to the club, and there's just like the three women just there, like dancing, and he's like, "Don't mind me, ladies," and he just keeps walking or whatever's going on. His lead for the club in the first place is that there was glow stick fluid on the wheel of the victim's car. <laughs> Insane, too, right? Which also like <laughs> it's fucking. Like nine in the morning and the sun is up, you wouldn't see the glow stick liquid. He knows but the smell. It's very powerful. Yeah, yeah, he would smell the glow sticks. You're right, but but the mouthwash would take care of that. Uh, I would think. No, so um, I just it's yeah, it's just like they put the feather boa on him. He's just like standing outside the glass. Person's just like you know. It's Do you just think like, Columbo would get into Bergheim if he tried to? Absolutely. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> the club in Columbo could do anything if he wanted to. Uh, that's famously difficult and like very opaque about who gets in and why. They just have to kind of like. Well, they vibe. would try to stop him, and then he would just get right past them and be like, "Son of a bitch!" 
when she shows up at the club, she would annoy them into yeah. running man. Uh, when when she shows up at the club later and is just like, no, I need to see him. I need to see Justin. He's got his phone logs. He knows that I've been calling the beeper all day. I need to see him. That's why you only meet in person at discreet spots. Yeah. You call from payphones. You just have to find payphones. Uh, yeah, good luck to you. still have them. We see one in this episode. It's 2003. Anyway, but the final confrontation, the denouement, you know, it's opening night at bait. <laughs> and uh, the music suddenly stops. Uh, Matthew Reese runs out and he's like, what the hell's going on? Columbo, Columbo holding like, a, the, like the, the wire, like... That he just like unplugged from the wall. Just, like, so good, yeah. Come over with the ox cord. Oh, they gave me the ox cord, you know. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and well, it's before he has the warrant, where it's just the moment. He's like, you can't do any of this. He's like, oh, I can. I got a warrant right here, which would easily be the best thing about having a warrant. Yeah, is making them think that you don't have a warrant, and then you're like, oh, 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 oh not so fast. <laughs> you decamp them. He sets up this warrant thing. I thought that he was going to start it as he was arresting him for fish tank irregular, like. <laughs> Not proper amount of water per fish thing because he then goes on this insane Travis, monologue. No, you don't get to push past this. What? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's what he was gonna, he was gonna bag guys the on a technicality. For why he had a warrant is that this guy had an illegal has bad. That's fish not set. why he had a warrant. No, I know, I know that's what, what Travis made it thought. Seem like he was gonna do the way that he started this. Travis, what? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't buy this. I don't know. I don't know. I never watched the show before. Who knows what they do? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he goes on this monologue where he's like, I got a, a, like a nephew or like a cousin who works at, basically says out at SeaWorld. Um, and yeah, I got my nephew. You know, the, the, he tells me about this, this rule. Yeah. That you need one gallon per fish in the tank. So if you got two fish, you should have two gallons, right? That was per inch of the fish. Yeah, for, yeah. Per inch. So yeah, yeah, it was like you have two one-inch fish. Now is it something. length? Is that how you determine this on the fish? Yeah, I think that so. That doesn't seem very smart. You, fish isn't. It's not like a. It needs to be like the volume of fish. I don't think this. I don't think this is real. I think this is made Some up. Fish are long and they. That's why water. I'm saying you know how do you determine? No, but like if you got a if you got the a fish detail. you got a thin fish that's eight inches long, but you got a wide fish that's six inches long. <laughs> I'm just saying. Fish do come in all shapes. And exactly. Sizes. They really are fucked up magical animals. creatures. Yeah. Insane to even think of a fish um, as an animal. It just feels wrong. Yeah, if you're my family, apparently, but we're, that's I'm not going on this rant again <laughs> on the podcast. Wait, have you about done this before? I've done it in real life many times. I'm not going on this. About the time that they didn't understand that like things that are like not mammals or birds are also animals. Was this? What was the context? The context was uh, a bug flew into my sister's okay. mouth, and she was complaining about it later, and said that she's had been like had trouble with animals all day. Okay. and they all laughed at her for saying an insect is an animal. And then they, when they called me and were talking about it later, they were like, "Did you know an insect is an animal?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, you fucking moron! This, <laughs> of course I did." This, I, if I had to guess what the context is going to be, it was like a family trivial pursuit and you just blowing up at Paul no, when he later had generals instead. Yeah. But later him just dismi- saying, yeah, dismissing something and being just like, well, how was I supposed to know that an insect is a animal know? and you just losing your mind? Yeah. Like my take was like, if it eats and poops, 
it's an animal, and that's not even getting into coral and sponges if you really want to get fucked up things that are technically animals. Um, Pointing at just things, that's an animal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just say it's an animal. Uh, Bird's an animal. Pointing at seagull that goes by yeah, animal. animal. Um, <laughs> anyway, two of the tanks have 14 fish and four inches of water, and one only has nine fish and two inches of water. And he was like, this doesn't add up. So I got some guys with ground-penetrating radar to look underneath. This was CSI Cyber. (laughs) Like, it was, but it was cool. Well, what's cool about it is that everyone sticks around to watch a master at work. Yeah. (laughs) And they project what's on the radar on the fucking, like, backdrop screen at the club. So everybody at the the same time gets to see the the dead body revealed on the radar. Him hamming it up before that when he's just like, no, this is a really wonderful club. We, we got to give him a, hand, a round of applause for the club. <laughs> As he's about to arrest this man for two murders. He's like, everyone here, just what a great job you've done. Incredible. Yeah. He is a smug motherfucker. And then he's like, and then, and then he's a hammy motherfucker because then he's like, hey, you know, you put him fish, fittingly enough with the fishes. Pretty good. And he says it only to himself. Like, the woman standing next to Columbo would have to go, I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, he loves this and then shit. Be it's like, just for and him. that's, like, the last line he ever delivered as Columbo. No, the last line <laughs> he does is he, like, walks over and Bobby Baca is just like, that was a great job. Oh, yeah. You know, he always cried. He's like, yeah, I'm not going to be need this. And then puts it in the pocket and walks away. <laughs> and then just is like, executive producer, <laughs> Peter Falk. Good for him. And Columbus heads out. In the, or not Columbus. Columbus. Sorry. Columbo heads out into the night. You're telling me you think you discovered this country oh. in 1492, oh. but there were already people? <laughs> That doesn't make sense to me. I'm sorry. That's Columbo. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. I had a great time. I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, no, I wasn't even pleasantly surprised. It met my expectations. Yep. I had a lot of fun with it. I thought Peter Falk was great. It was, though, really fun to watch something from 1971 and then 2003, and it is now past Emily Deschanel in Bones for the most jarring <laughs> difference between... <laughs> Uh, two episodes that we've seen because uh, thirty-two years happened to this man. Peter Falk, Peter Falk had uh, he got pregnant twice. You know, it does a lot. He just, he just. He, I mean, still such a charmer, but it's just the thing of like, yeah, a lot of time passed. He looks really old compared to when he first appeared. Yeah, and to go because he's like seventy-five. Yeah, and His to go from one to the other. Crazy in this second episode. So many cigars. Ugh, so many cigars. Uh, him just walking around various places with the giant cigar. Yeah. Carrying too many books. He's awesome. It's great. He's great. I love him. RIP to a king. Yeah. He was so good in Wings of Desire, where he plays literally an angel that is Peter Falk, with the implication, with, or not the implication, the explicit thing with that character is... Peter Falk used to be an angel and then decided to become a human, and now he's beloved <laughs> actor. What Vendors is like? I've yeah, never dude. seen any of his movies. Yeah, you wow. should check it out. The movie rules. It's so much better than City of Angels, its remake, but that did give us Iris. All right. Um, what do you have for us next week? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, Stephen, there is one more thing uh, before we do the sign-off, which is Lamau. you tell us what we are in store for. Did you say Lamau when I actually intended that setup? <laughs> So, um, my personal, I think I've expressed this. My Your personal, personal desire to make Matt like animated things. No, 
not animated. Thank God. Uh, that is that is one of my two goals. One of my two main goals of this <laughs> and the other podcast. goal you won't tell us. You <laughs> said you had goal. two goals in life. <laughs> one was to get Matt to like animated things, and the second well, you were too embarrassed to say. Yeah. What did I do? That, that? is yeah, a thing that canonically we happened. We have that on record. Oh uh, God, who's the guy who did who did? Uh, and the third Rick thing. Perry. Uh, oops. Rick Perry. <laughs> yeah, do not bring this yeah. back. Uh, yeah. Do I not do it. this to me again. <laughs> um. So, no, one of the other things I've, I've described on the podcast, one of the other things I try to do is take shows that are in the cultural zeitgeist. Oh, no. Where I'm like, where like everyone knows about them. Everyone knows the characters. Everyone knows that they exist. But no one, is, no one I've met has seen a single episode. It's like of you're this pointing show. a fucking Travis's body language. My face right now. <laughs> Travis and Matt's body language is horrified. <laughs> they are stressed. It's it's what I imagine uh, it would be like if I could watch people watch uncut gems. What are you guys so afraid of? I'm just going to pick a cultural touchstone that no one has watched in our generation and make us watch it. It's not scary, is it? What are we watching next week, Stephen? Yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, Stephen? Yeah. What are we I don't watching? Think this, I don't think this idea is alien. I'm tired of the, I'm tired of the, <laughs> the, 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 the talk around. I'm tired of the run around. Just tell me what we've got on the docket. Um, in honor of the picture of the woman with glasses on her head and a ponytail, uh, I think that we should watch the first and last episode of Alf. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sure. The picture of the woman with the glasses on her head? Yeah, that's some Twin Twin Peaks firewalk with me. Like the (laughs) woman on the runway. Yeah, can you say in honor of the woman with the glasses? What was in the honor of the woman with the glasses on her head? What? Hold on. What was it? Can you say that like the arm, whatever you said? (laughs) In honor of the woman with glasses and ponytail. How is he so good at that? How is that Steven's best impression? It's the arm and then Ray Romano. <laughs> you I, really are I, the future of comedy. All right. Who here knows the least about Alf? I, it could be anything. Yeah, I know yeah. what Alf... Here's, here's what I'm going to say. I know what Alf stands for. And I know Alf's real name. So I think that removes me from I know from the it. first of those two things, I believe. I don't know the second one at all. I don't know either, so I guess it's me. Matt, I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Tell me everything you know about Alf starting now. It's been so long since I've thought about it. Like, man. Okay, so it's a Alf is a puppet of some sort, but it's like a puppet for adults, and it's like a talk show where people talk to the puppet. I have no idea if this is the case. (laughs) (laughs) But my impression of it when I would watch, like when it would come up for some reason. <laughs> is that this was the case? Yeah, he's talking he's about space guests. Kind of irreverent <laughs> in some way. Uh, or the Muppet Show. The Muppet and that's sh- time. <laughs> How wrong are you? Like, you're, you're describing a combination of the Muppet Show and Space Ghost. So you uh, are correct Alf on that. Alf, yes. End of list. <laughs> is a, it's a uh, it's a narrative show. Yeah, it's a it's a sci fi sitcom. Okay. He's an alien yeah. that eats cats and lives. And what does Alf stand for? Is it alien life form? It is, uh, but Al's real name, Gordon Shumway. Sure. <laughs> so we will be back next week to talk 
about Alf. The alien life forms eating cats. It'll be great. To Stephen's credit, there literally was something on a podcast I was re- listening to where they were talking about Alf and the weird phenomenon of that. And also they were just like, do you think there are Alf fans out there? Do you think there are people mad that they're not honoring the legacy of that character? No. And someone said immediately, no. No. Uh, so here's what I'm, I, I have a, I have a real you question for you guys. on the Roku channel. How do you guys feel about potentially changing the order that we pick every like third rotation or something so I don't have to pick something mean every week? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you and Why Stephen are like, in like Cold War. Like, I don't know. Lassie was fine. Yeah, Lassie was not that painful. You don't have to be you a reactionary do it. when it's on this show. You, made you can do pick it. ahead of time. <laughs> I have no problems with it. I think it's a lot of fun. All right. <laughs> I like to have fun with my friends because I love you, Matt, and I love you, Stephen, and I love you, Travis. But it is time to wind down the episode. Uh, but yes, so thanks to you, the listener. As always, we do this for you and also for ourselves. Uh, rate, review, subscribe, follow. Uh, you know, Jesse, uh, your gift is in the mail. Tell tell Stephen he's canceled on Twitter or whatever he wants from some episodes some weeks ago, or maybe it was Travis who wanted to get canceled. I can't really remember. It was me. No, who's bit that was. wanted to get canceled. I want to have someone do like an insane Twitter thread on this. Okay, there we go. Well, we will be back next week. And uh, Stephen, can you bring us home? Gee, I had no idea. Fish!